0: And I really look forward to seeing you there. That web address one last time. matalder.me slash ama If you're a fan of the Recruiting Future podcast, then you will absolutely love our newsletter, Recruiting Future Feast. Not only does it give you the inside track on what's coming up on the show, you can also find everything from book recommendations to insightful episodes from the archives and first access to new content that helps you to understand where our industry is heading. Sign up now and also get instant access to the recording of my recent webinar on the future of talent acquisition just go to com slash webinar. That's com slash webinar. There's been more of scientific discovery, more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi there, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 536 of the Recruiting Future podcast. AI has dominated the discussion for months now, and if recent conversations are anything to go by, this shows no sign of letting up. However, the initial hysteria is fading, and the hype is slowly turning into meaningful discussions about what the AI-driven future will look like. So, What is the potential of AI in TA and HR? What are the current benefits? And perhaps more importantly, what are the risks? I was keen to get perspectives on this from a Chief People Officer. So I'm delighted that my guest this week is Jerry Morgan, Chief People Officer at Intellum. Jerry has some excellent advice to share and even managed to get ChatGPT to take an active role in our conversation. Hi, Jerry, and welcome to the podcast.
1: Thanks, Matt. Great to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: An absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Please, could you introduce yourself and tell everyone what you do?
1: Absolutely. I'm Jerry Morgan, and I'm proud to be one of the people and culture professionals that chose this career on purpose. I didn't fall into HR like so many. Um, I knew right after college that this was a career that would allow me to make a positive difference for others. and believed that our work is a critical element for successful businesses. So, For me, that started with uh, joining a world-class grocery retailer based here in Cincinnati, Ohio, the Kroger Company. And at Kroger, I personally experienced the top-notch management development program and how to bring your core values to life in a customer-focused environment. Um, And then from there, I really was able to build on that foundation and focused my experience in the technology space, working in pharmaceutical and then most recently, real estate technology Technology companies. I've been really excited to have create some fantastic people-first cultures that have been recognized as top workplaces. And then today, I serve as the Chief People Officer at Intellum. A little bit about Intellum is that we're a single destination for all things education, whether your audience is your internal teams, customers or partners, our SaaS platform helps provide everything you need to create, present, manage, track and engage your audience from a single destination. I'm excited to be here.
0: We are going to talk about basically the only topic that people want to talk about <laughs> at the moment, which is AI. And it comes up in every single podcast, but in this one, we're sort of going to talk specifically about it and you know your kind of experiences and your thoughts of, of dealing with it. That.
1: that sounds fun. And since I knew we were going to talk a little bit about the future of AI and HR, I thought it would be fun if we did an icebreaker completely driven by ChatGPT. What do you think?
0: (laughs) Why not? Yeah, let's do it.
1: (laughs) Perfect. All right. Here goes. So my chat GPT prompt that I'm using is to create an icebreaker question for a podcast conversation about the future of AI and HR technology. All right. So here's our question. Imagine a future where AI plays a prominent role in HR technology. What aspects of the employee experience do you think would benefit most from this advancement and why? All right, Matt, you're up.
0: So I have to answer this. Okay. <laughs> so I think there are so many things that, that that we could talk about, and I'm interested to hear your answer to it in a second. I mean, you know, an obvious one is obviously the, the kind of the reduction of all the admin work that people have to do. I'm going to take a slightly different angle on this, and I'm going to think about it from a perspective of actually watch what AI could do to things like software interfaces and the way that software interconnects. So if we're talking about employee experience, the software that we have to use at work is a key part of that experience and can be very frustrating. And I think that actually AI will make it easier because it can provide that kind of natural language interface into lots of potential applications. I think AI will make it easier for people to do their jobs because it will make the software they use at work easier to use.
1: Perfect. That was a great answer, Matt. Uh, I think the employee experience is going to benefit the most uh, because of AI, because that personalized experience that it's going to provide in software as well as the employee interaction, it's going to help us not only be more productive and focus on what we're good at within our jobs, but then that's going to help us feel rewarded and engaged so we can unlock new skills and help inspire continued development. So I think that AI is going to allow us to focus on improving the employee experience by helping people grow and focus on their strengths and just look out because there's going to be some tremendous things that will be coming from uh, the future of AI and what that means in the workplace.
0: Absolutely. I think that personalization thing is really important. I suppose to take a slightly more sort of take a step back, take a bit more of a helicopter view about this. And also building on what you've just said, what opportunities does AI present for HR in particular?
1: I think AI brings us the opportunity to use machines to help people do their jobs better. We're basically introducing a new coworker to our environment. Um, And so this is going to force us for a little bit to go back to the basics and rethink what do we want humans to focus on? What are we good at? And then where do we want to leverage technology? Um, I believe that we should focus on doing the things we're good at and then leveraging machines to do what they do well. Um, the way that we've been talking about it within my team is identifying technology for tasks, tech for tasks. And that helps give us in the HR profession more time to dedicate to relationships and strategy work. Um, I see two different schools of thought or degrees of comfort with embracing this new coworker, Um, and I don't think you really fall in one camp or the other. It's just more of a spectrum of progressive or maybe just focus more on compliance. I think the industry and the type of organization that you're working for certainly drives where you operate along the spectrum, and the opportunities are going to be a little different when you work in a technology company versus, let's say, government. But regardless, we need to be prepared for AI. Even if you're not using it today, you need to be in tune with both those risks and the benefits. I think those opportunities are just beginning to be realized, though, and uh, we're focused right now on the efficiency side of things, um, eliminating all those manual tasks, so there's more time to create um, and develop new goals and community, Um, so I think that there's just so much more that we're going to be able to realize once we begin using AI in the workplace.
0: No, absolutely. I want to talk about compliance and risk and and all of those all of those things in a second. But before we do, just to, a lot of the, the the conversation about AI is about future use cases and potential and threats and and all these kind of things. What use cases are you seeing? already right now? How is this being used in the workplace? What are the short-term opportunities?
1: So right now, some of the low-hanging fruit is things like meeting notes, um, having someone or AI be able to capture and document those meeting notes. Or one of the things I'm most interested on is interview note-taking. So saving the hand a little bit if you're in a completely remote workforce. Um, We're also using it with helping to build the foundation on job descriptions, writing, communications, creating um, some visuals and graphics, even presentations. Um, Really, AI can help build the, the foundation for you. Um, we also, another space for personalization um, that we're currently seeing is uh, around um, the opportunity to personalize the content in your LMS based off of the learner. So it's just like Netflix does, recommending shows based off of our watch history. Uh, LMS content is doing the same right now for the learner based off of what you're completing, uh, recommending new content that can keep you engaged and keep developing those skills. And one other fun thing, um, our product and engineering team just wrapped up an engagement challenge that was centered on AI use. And so this leader used uh, this opportunity to create innovation and outside-of-the-box thinking, and they were able to leverage uh, and present different AI-completed tasks, and they voted on the best um work that was completed within that group. So it really turned into a team building opportunity too.
0: I suppose the elephant in the room with all of this is you kind of already mentioned compliance. There are big questions about ethics when it comes to AI and also pending legislation both in North America and in Europe and, and no doubt elsewhere in the world How? what's your advice to HR leaders? How, how should they be dealing with this, thinking about this opening up the opportunities to, to use it but also being aware of those things that are going on in the background?
1: Yeah, it, it's definitely a tough balance um, What uh, my advice is to start with those lower risk processes and incorporate AI first um, in those areas. So focusing on automating those manual tasks um, and also working with your vendors and seeing where they're invested in improving um, AI and what their product roadmap is. I think some of the biggest risks that we're facing now, like you already mentioned, is bias. Um, research is finding that gender, race, and disability biases when using AI and performance management, merit allocations, and stack ranking is creating um, issues and ethical uh, considerations. And so really proceeding with caution in any of those applications There's also that big security um, risk, too. It will personal identifiable information be exposed, uh, reputting employee information outside of our secure networks. And and that would include customer information or any proprietary information. And so focusing on those lower risk processes um, and making sure that we're avoiding any of those uh, potential pitfalls um, is a great place to start. We've also developed and recently launched an AI policy to help educate employees of these risks Um, and then engaging with your security team uh, as you're evaluating different AI tools, using that vendor assessment process and um, and partnering with them to make sure that we're using the right tools for the business.
0: With all these risks and pending legislation and and all these kinds of things, I suppose this is something that traditionally HR would be very wary of IT departments would want to would want to lock down it would be something that corporates and, and particularly public sector and government bodies shied away from. We've already talked about the, the huge benefits and almost the inevitability of where it's going. How can we keep the momentum of AI driven innovation moving in HR taking all this into account?
1: Yeah I mean it is very exciting and an uncertain time for sure to um, automate some of those labor-intensive tasks. And I think keeping the momentum going starts with encouraging that innovation across your team, getting creative and having fun um, when appropriate. Uh, Internally, you can share those successes of how AI is being used. And then also those challenges, those ones can be quite funny, by the way. Uh, The the AI fails. Um, You could start a dedicated Slack group or internal community with sharing the applications of AI um, or or even uh, start your your meetings with an AI-generated icebreaker like we did here. Um, the other thing keeping momentum going is having those conversations, talking with your vendors, how are they leveraging AI and their product roadmap, aligning yourself with vendors who are invested in this area, and um, specifically how they're working to improve efficiency and reduce bias Um, There's a lot of great work that's happening on the vendor front. Um, Some of the things that on performance management, I've seen AI being used to help write smart goals, recommend development activities that support that goal. So really getting in front of your vendors and asking when you can expect to get your hands on some of their work, um, I think is a great way to keep momentum going. Um, and then building out processes that incorporate AI use. So there's going to be ongoing maintenance and training that's going to be required because we're just scratching the surface here. But as you begin to identify opportunities to automate a task, review those ri- risks and then you know implement, celebrate, start small, um, and keep building upon it. I think most importantly, just just start. Ask yourself, what can you move forward with confidently? Um, begin using technologies that are more mature versus the things that are still being tested and refined. Um, And start with those task-oriented things. um, And always trust but verify. Anytime I see data or a statistic reported, um, check your facts. Just making sure that what you're putting your name behind is the actual results and the information that you wanted to be connected to. Because at the end of the day, it's our name, our reputation and our brand. And so we want to proceed with caution when it comes to deliverables that could jeopardize any of those areas.
0: That's absolutely brilliant advice. And I, I couldn't agree with you more. As a final question, by, by way of sort of summarizing everything that we've talked about, if you could look into the future and and see what the, the, the world of work, the world of HR look like in, you know, I don't know, let's say five years time, what would you hope would have happened? where would AI have taken us to?
1: Well, I think that the biggest, uh, for me, the the biggest benefit um, for AI is gonna be able to help us on the data analysis and trending side of things. I think there's a, a great opportunity to help us understand elements like readiness for promotion, retention risks, and then we can have more, more intentional conversations with team members around their growth and development and providing better advice to our leaders. Um, so I think that the work around the data analysis and helping feed where we should be focusing our time and energy is uh, just a tremendous opportunity. Um, and then it's also going to help us better connect to business goals, um, reporting and, and, uh, information that will allow us to uh, identify um, where we're excelling or where we need to keep improving from a statistics standpoint um, and and the business outcomes of things. I can't wait for uh, AI to start replying to my emails for me Um, and, you know, go ahead and and answer those simple uh, questions that are coming through my inbox. Um, But I I think at the end of the day, it's just um, improving the way that we work and embracing this new team member. There's still so much that's unknown, um, and it's almost like we're back where we were in 2020 with some uncharted territories, some new scenarios that we find ourselves in. And so we're we're helping to steer our businesses through this together. Um, and so just very thankful for communities like this where we get to talk about what we're doing um, and and further support each other.
0: Jerry, thank you very much for talking to me.
1: It's been a pleasure, Matt. Thank you.
0: My thanks to Jerry. You can subscribe to this podcast in Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or via your podcasting app of choice. Please also follow the show on Instagram. You can find us by searching for Recruiting Future. You can search all the past episodes at recreatingfuture.com. On that site, you can also subscribe to our monthly newsletter, Recruiting Future Feast and get the inside track about everything that's coming up on the show thanks very much for listening i'll be back next time and i hope you'll join me this is my show